0: This is Mike and Tom from Mike has a drink. We just wanted to take a second and talk to you about our favorite app anchor anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer.
1: And you know, and even plus that when you're hosting on anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple podcast and more.
0: Yeah, it's everything you need. To make a podcast in one place.
1: And best of all man. It's totally free.
0: So listen. If you want to start a podcast. You're thinking about trying to figure it out. If the two of us. Figured this out. How hard can it be? So go right now. Download the Anchor app. Or go to
2: anchor.fm to get started. You won't regret it. I'm still ahead in the booze game. Oh there's. There's podcast time. Podcast time. Hey, Yay. there he is. Oh, that's. Um, you guys are also on TikTok Live. You guys are going on two different mediums. I'm get you a band because so, of our language,
0: Jason. Uh, you may want to get some TikTok rules so we
2: don't violate those. We're, don't rules that we would violate on.
3: <laughs> okay, and also
2: gonna... you know, although it's my lives, so really?
0: <laughs> well, you know, we're not trying like, to get you banned,
2: so oh, I don't really care about the lives, like you know, my lives are for talking okay. talking to my boys here. it's just uh, they also like watching my videos and they- <laughs> you know,
0: once again, you hit some you hit some good ones again this week.
2: I, I, I pushed i pushed it up. i hope that i didn't push too many people's envelope what was that i hope that i didn't push anyone's envelope too far i just i i'm just trying to preach togetherness guys
3: <laughs> I hear you, man.
0: you just want people to think you know what i mean
2: yeah just it like I'm. I want to be fun. that that coexist bumper sticker. Only I want to be like not pretentious mm-hmm. and human.
3: Okay. Wow. Make sure everybody on the <laughs> live hear that. All right. Move on.
1: Reggie, of course we didn't forget you. How are we doing tonight, Reg?
3: Good. All right Rich is a
2: woman of many words, many words. Good Lord. All right. You guys are coming in. You guys are coming in clear on TikTok. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so
0: here we go. Let's let's start it off. Hey, welcome The Mike has a drink. We're going to get start our show off with our boys from Psycho Stick. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I
1: should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad. Because the beer, it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say. So let's
3: go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! End Beer is
0: good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! That's the best part, man. That's the best part. <laughs> Shout out to Psycho Stick, who let Graciously. some, some little-known guys <laughs> in Western PA use their music.
2: I love uh, Psycho Stick. Those guys well, are amazing.
0: <laughs> we only keep them playing on Alexa. Right now, though, she's playing some jazz.
2: Um, you know the real devil's music. <laughs> because we're going back to...
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this guy.
0: Oh, I better tell you, I've been verbally abused by Tom and Chelsea so bad, <laughs> so bad tonight before this podcast even started, they're both gone next week. We're not even gonna get into like the topic. They are both out of here. I am looking for new co-hosts. Oh,
2: um, that's, well, that's why you hired me for free. I know, that's, why, that's why I did hire you because I could afford you at this point. <laughs> I'm an, I, I am a voluntary indentured servant. Hey, Well, that's great. I've got some turnips that need picked in the yard too. Um, so listen. This, this is my six months transportation. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm heading to the Australia of working for Mike. There you go. Um. So listen,
0: like we say every week, you have an idea for an episode. Uh, you want to give us some feedback, but listen, we're tired of getting the emails that say, "Thank God for Reggie," and now it's even man that Jason guy, right? We're tired of that. We're tired Nobody, of that. Getting?
2: Nobody's getting emails about me.
0: We got it. Reggie carries the show. Jason is the man of knowledge. We get it. All right. (laughs) Let's move on from that, people. We need some ideas for some upcoming episodes. So if you've got something percolating in your head,
1: send an email to MikeHasADrink at gmail.com.
0: Or you can give us a follow on Facebook at MikeHasADrink on Facebook. We're up to 93 followers there. (laughs) We're gaining some ground. I may or may not have promised uh, an autograph session with Reggie down the road. Um, But you got to do what you got to do when you're young and you're starting out. So um, one of the things, you know, we've been, this was supposed to be single mom night. We were really looking forward to that. But in single mom fashion shit comes up man right you know the the two two ladies that were going to come here both their kids are in competitive sports
2: uh and then being part of the podcast subject i would imagine (laughs) there's an issue
0: i mean it would have tied in if they if they would have been able to fit us in for an hour but they didn't um so, you know, Tom and I and Reggie were throwing some ideas around. Reggie, all the stuff that she suggested, Tom and I had a Google. We had no idea what she was talking about. So we decided that was probably not a good idea. Um, what did I suggest? <laughs> oh, uh, and now Reggie's playing Cord. Right? She's like, I'm not I am. I'm, I am not the smartest person in Pennsylvania. That's okay, Reggie. We'll tell everybody for you. Um, So, you know... you have to go see what I suggested.
1: Um, You didn't, but that's okay. Just go with it.
0: Yeah, Reggie, come on. Just work with me here. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, one of the episodes that is coming up is like favorite periods in history right? Yes. If we could go back in history, where would we want to live? Are
2: Are we we all going to pick one or something? (laughs) Oh, man, that would be cool.
0: That'd be all right, man. I mean, I I pretty much have discovered from our Viking episode, I may not have survived that period. I think I would have. And I definitely would not have been able to handle the Blood Eagle.
2: I'm just saying that right now. You're not supposed to handle the Blood Eagle. It is the end. You're not supposed no one to handle the Blood Eagle.
0: <laughs> Isn't that right, though, guys? If Nobody's you make like, noise, if noise, I got better. <laughs> if you make a noise, you can't go to Valhalla,
2: right?
1: Right. Well,. Listen.
2: Like, if, if you are getting a blood eagle, you weren't going to Valhalla to begin with. You were. You're trying to bargain your way out of being devoured by Nethergod. Okay, well, fair enough.
0: But I wouldn't even make it that far. I got a splinter last week, and it still bothers me.
2: I don't think he would do well decomposing for a thousand years on the shore of a rotten beach. You're
0: right. <laughs> Just take me back to Canada, throw me in the tundra,
2: oh,
0: and just let me go. So, uh, actually, we do need to apologize before we get into this. Oh, he can't handle it.
2: Oh, oh, yes. Mike has to apologize. Let's everybody everybody, just gather out for this brand new thing no. that's
0: happening. Gather out. Children. Listen, the last time I did this was 1926. <laughs> Um, Last week's episode We did have some technical issues I don't know what it was or how it happened But It seemed like uh, The host with the most Every time I would go to talk I would get Disconnected
1: Yeah that was purely accidental Mike
0: I know I think that had to do with During some dead air when we got disconnected We overheard Reggie and Jason say, Oh, this is our podcast. I guess they're gone. I guess it's our podcast now. We're (laughs) (laughs) going (laughs) to want to trip to your hometown. (laughs) We have
2: usurped the rulers. (laughs) (laughs) A thousand years reign.
0: Oh, man. They so be- <laughs> it was Reggie. You have to be careful. Everything you say during the podcast could be recorded.
2: And she, uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a podcast.
0: I was trying to give Reggie an out there, Jason. <laughs> I was trying to let her be able to say. Well, I thought that we were disconnected. I was not trying to stage a coup <laughs> with <getting laughs> another guest. We're well, not, well, don't not worry. We'll, we'll have a five-year um, trial that
2: will end in a question mark. It's apparently what we do in this country when it comes to coups. That, that's fair. I can
0: live with that. So anyway... <laughs> We've successfully killed 10 minutes of the episode, so we're right on track. Talking about nothing involving
2: the topic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show, Jason. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> we're way ahead of schedule. Normally it's like 20 minutes, and Reggie 18 goes. 18 to
2: 20 minutes. Um, and like, oh, yeah. so we
0: tell everybody like, what we're going to talk
2: about. Hey, guys, we're supposed to be talking about molecular chemistry here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I would yeah,
0: have. Yeah. Listen, I can tell you right now. When that episode occurs, Tom and I
1: probably will not be here for that. <laughs> one.
3: Yep. No. Hard out.
1: <laughs> anyway, let's get on. Let's get on. Well, this week, we decided that uh,
0: that you know we're looking back and we're thinking like, where, what time period would we want to live? So I thought for this episode. I sat down with my homebrew beer and my wine that is still bubbling after a week and a half, that should be finished by now. What period would I not want to live in?
1: Mm, I
0: wonder. I live in the Vikings just because I wouldn't want to make someone mad and get a Blood Eagle. Um, i I would never have wanted to live during prohibition. Did you see how I tied that in there, kid?
2: Did you see that? <laughs> so, here we go. Here we go. Mike Mike's on the ball.
0: And uh, with that being said, I'm gonna turn it over to you guys and get some more wine. No um,
2: All right, very well. Um, I can, first oh go ahead. No, no. Uh, uh, I was th- that was more leading than anything. You know, Maryland was the only state
1: that basically said <laughs> we're not following your laws, and was the only state <laughs> to not enforce prohibition. Um.
2: Yep. Uh, uh, under Senator that's William that's Campbell that's Group. New York also was not in favor of prohibition. Oh, well. I mean,
1: that's
0: what happens when you only read half a sentence. <laughs> Oh. So, so look That's all I can read you son of a bitch <laughs> Let's let's do some background Information first before we really take A deep dive <laughs> And Tom gives us some more Half thoughts oh, We do not stand Here at uh, Mike Has a Drink We do not stand behind any false truths That Tom may be spreading um, So Prohibition <laughs> Basically runs From 1920 1919. Eh, okay, I'll give you that. It started started getting a lot of ground, and it was looked at in the in the government in 1919, runs to about 1933. Um and basically what what it is is there's some <laughs> groups that said uh alcohol's banned. It it's destroying families. Women
3: women. Uh, we, don't, we don't want to. I know, go I know to but, but I'm not. not it so doesn't open, come home
0: well, until well. 10 p.m. women. This is not the He Man Women Hater Club anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, now that. Now that uh, never mind, I'm not going there. <laughs> so, um, and I mean basically it was what happened was these guys are working in these factories because at this point in the big cities the factories are 24-7. And these guys are working in the factories, they're coming out of work at seven in the morning.
2: And this is all pre-regulation too. So these guys are working hard in ways yeah. that like we can't even imagine.
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, they're they're getting used and abused. And um so they're finally getting off work because they didn't really know when they were. They were there since 7 o'clock yesterday.
2: I haven't oh, seen you. the sun in a week.
0: And uh, they stroll into the local tavern. And all of a sudden, you know, they're spending their day, their day's worth of pay drinking.
2: So well, yeah, got- I mean, like there's only so long with like um, that a a partner is going to deal with you know like you you walk into a room and then you walk out on all fours um, and like that's like the life that you're going to have right Right. half wages basically
0: yeah half wages is probably lucky right like and on top of it then they're coming home drunk
2: domestic violence skyrocketing Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, man. Domestic violence. Now, all of a sudden, you know, they were expecting to have X amount of dollars to live on for food and it's not there. Right. So you've got some groups that have gotten together and really started pushing this. Um, I mean, the big one is the WTCU.
2: Women's, women's
0: temperance.
2: Yeah, right, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. The temperance.
2: The temperance movement. Yeah, yeah look the, the grumpiest part of American history, and we are not a pleasant bunch. No, no, no. no.
0: These are the original quote unquote Karen's of the world.
3: <laughs> but, also, but also without them, like the women's suffrage mov- suffrage movement would have taken longer.
2: Oh, you're well, actually I mean, actual- you know, right, right. Reggie.
3: So exactly
2: right.
3: my so right, right to vote versus
2: well, yeah. like like one of our the great philosophers of our time said, for every uh for every storm cloud there's a touch of gray. <laughs> so- <laughs> no, that that Jerry Garcia.
0: <laughs> yeah. He also said, um, riding that train,
1: you know, high on cocaine.
0: Yeah.
1: Hate that. And oh,
0: these God. are words. <laughs> hey. All <laughs> right, hold on. Way off subject. Oh, here we go. So I, I showed up at the greatest college in the world. <laughs> Reggie, I'm a little, Notre Dame. I'm a little disappointed you're laughing at me. Ew.
3: I have to go shower now. Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say Penn State, unfortunately. The greatest college in the world, Slipper Rock University.
2: Yeah, it's still not like like Penn State it would still be a lie. If
0: you want to go to if you could go to Slipper Rock. Why would you pick Penn State? <laughs> I just don't get it. But anyways, and I I apologize to all the uh, 27 million Penn State alumni out there. <laughs> When, I, when I've been drinking, I retract water. that apology. <laughs> no, I don't really retract it, it's kind of like a grain of salt kind of thing. When I've been hitting my box wine, uh, that we bought for the single moms that didn't show up since 5 30, sometimes I send off the wall stuff. But, anyways, back to Slippery Rock, and I really don't remember where I was going.
1: Um, okay, I when you were going to uh, some of the propaganda that the Prohibition movement used. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's such
1: what
0: I was as. That's <laughs> Alcohol <laughs> will turn your
1: blood to water. Yes. It uh, wine is made from cockroaches. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
1: alcohol or liquor would make your brain catch on fire. Uh, your liver will grow to 25 pounds, and secondhand smelling of alcohol by pregnant women harms the baby.
2: Okay, all of that last one have nuggets to, to them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, <laughs> wow. Where the hell did you find that stuff?
1: That was actually on a
2: whiskey website. Jeez. You, would, you wouldn't think whiskey would be what, like, "Hey guys, why these things?
0: <laughs> are you giving out my wine making secrets?" That's but, the first
1: question. Well, see, what I did was, see, so you guys went like mainstream, like, "Oh yeah. my God!" Like here, the prohibition was from this to this. Here were the most brutal enforcement agents. No, <laughs> I googled lesser known facts about prohibition, so, that's how I ended up on these weird pages. Listen, for, if this is your first <laughs> stuff
2: lined up. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I got, I got stuff lined up. Don't worry, it's not all mainstream. <laughs> yeah.
0: If this is the first time you've ever heard us, just to let you know, Tom gets kicked off like multiple times. He's now on kickoff number two. Of the week. Of the day. <laughs> um, so anyways, did you guys actually know that this was about to start before World War One? Yes. Mm-hmm. There was legislation that was sitting there –
1: but I actually have why it did not pass. Well,
0: go ahead and tell us, Tom.
1: Uh, because the government didn't want to give up the tax money on alcohol. <laughs> because- but then with the installation of the income tax, they were finally able to make enough money off of that to kibosh the alcohol tax.
2: Very good. Yeah, that, that is very good. I, that's something I don't have in front of me. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> so...
0: Obviously <laughs> with prohibition, <right>? no? <laughs> uh, Jason, I'm moving on. <laughs> You're not want time to get too many compliments. Do it. You gotta you've gotta space them out, Jason. So it we're at minute 20. You cannot give Tom another compliment for a good idea
1: until at least minute 44. <laughs> <laughs> so um hey. Hey, does your research say that booze cruises became vastly popular during this time because there were no regulations?
2: Yep, says yeah. it right here. I got to, like, that's yeah, the only that. way that you could really do it in public is if you got out on the water. Right. right. So
3: like, million, millionaires and, like, investors, um, especially in like York city. And you
1: have to be very, very rich to abide in such things. But it was still possible.
2: Look.
1: I have a booze creep over the weekend on my porch
0: in the kids' baby
1: pool. We do. that. That's where
2: we do our podcast meetings, folks. Whatever like, you're going to do. It's, that I, some people got a conference room. Some people yeah. don't need one. Some people, the oh. whole world is a conference room. Some well,
1: people just use a kiddie pool on the porch. Yeah,
0: it's a little awkward. Thank God this isn't, like, on video. Because, like... Right. The- we don't even need to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, listen. Yeah, t- <laughs> we don't want to give anybody nightmares. Right. So, it starts to gain some traction. And, um, you know, like in 1919, there was really there's some serious pressure. And it's coming from the rural areas, right? Right. Um, the Bible belts, the. Mercer, Pennsylvania, um, where, you know, it's just bad for you. It's not good. So, anyways, it passes um, with uh, 68% of the people in the House. They voted for it. And then 76% of the people in the Senate. So, I mean, there was some pressure. To make
3: that
1: happen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, so, okay, go ahead. Go no. ahead, Tom. No. no, no, it's your show. Go ahead. <laughs> do you know what the uh, prohibition mascot or the prohibition party mascot was there, uh, Reggie?
3: I I so, do not. Is it a badger?
1: Oh,
0: but, I know. Hold,
3: I'll give, hold on.
0: I'll give you a hint. It was not a Nittany lion. Oh, oh,
2: God, that's most things. Oh. Um, that was a, um, it was a camel. That is, un- that, that, that is surprising, it's actually. The <laughs> so camel
0: is
1: well.
2: in water and doesn't even drink that much of it. Oh, uh, a camel.
3: It was, Yes, okay, so here it is. So a camel.
2: Listen, see, you yeah. Reg,
3: oh, yeah,
0: you
1: my ass. Thank you, Reg. Okay, so what? <laughs>
0: I feel like if if your mascot's going to be a camel,
1: you should sell cigarettes. It's no, going to no. fail.
0: Whatever you're trying to push is going to fail.
1: Well, I don't know because the tobacco brand R.J. Reynolds. Uh,
0: um, hey, mm-hmm. R.J. Reynolds. If you're associated with that particular brand, that Tom just mentioned,
2: <laughs>
0: please understand that Tom's views are not the same views of the podcast. Please do not sue us
1: because we are poor. Tom's not even drinking the same thing as Mike tonight. Um,
3: so I wonder if like the the camel relates to like, being, like being able to like move alcohol, like because why would a, like, a camel like moves people and like a whole bunch of water in its hump? Like, why is it the mascot?
2: Yeah, that would be like like a camel could probably drink a lot.
3: Of like, you would think it'd be like an
2: elephant, right?
0: Like, the elephant will never forget all the bad decisions
2: you've made. I don't one- know. Like, have you ever had absinthe? You will forget yeah. lots of bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. This is I got- true.
3: I have to Google this. So,
0: uh, speaking of absinthe, that's probably one of the reasons this whole thing came about.
2: Yeah, that uh, I could believe that. I could definitely believe that.
3: <laughs> so, what, what, according, what according to the interwebs, the camel is, is because um, camels don't drink very often, and when they do, they drink only water.
2: What I just said?
3: Well, like, it's not like they have
2: soda. They're like, like, like they, they only drink water. What? Tell me, what does a cow drink other than water?
0: Yeah, that's bullshit. You mean to tell me that if you set a camel in front of a thing of water and a thing of beer,
2: it's going to choose the water? Never. Never. Not any camel of mine. I have uh, no camel. You know what? Beer for
3: my horses,
1: camels and whiskey for my... horses or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that, that's bull. That's terrible. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> we're, we're, like, we're like
1: way off here. Um, no, we were just talking about a prohibition-related we were,
3: like We were, sort of. So, know, a camel will drink beer. Oh, like very oh, good. Good. Maybe, <laughs> good
2: job, camel.
3: Maybe I need a camel then. <laughs> I can
0: stay out on my dog with it.
2: That's right, that's right. It's Mike2024, a camel for all. That's right. That's right. That's right. And
0: my dog is a recovering alcoholic. So okay, he's on day close to fifty. Yeah, it's got to be like a forty something. I don't know the math. Um. So, but my campaign pledge will be: we can all recover. I will not force his sobriety on you. Um. All right. So, anyways, they passed the Volstead Act. On top of that, ah.
1: Um. Another it, Reggie. Another rich white
0: male privilege yeah but basically what that was is now they have the right to enter your private residence they have
1: they have the right to search oh i have the other side of that the flip well, side of the Wolfstein Okay, well,
0: we'll get there right. uh, so they have the right to go in and say we feel like hey is this a raid there's alcohol here so it kind of gave teeth <laughs> To the whole...
2: Enforcement agencies. Yeah,
0: to the enforcement agencies. Now, Tom's got to go
2: down what, like, probable cause really meant. (laughs) Right. Well, the flip side of the
1: Volstead Act also gave doctors permission... Yes. ...to prescribe medicinal whiskey to their patients. Yes.
0: And during this period, the biggest purchasers, legal purchasers... Were doctors. Were doctors and pharmacies. Oh, and for people is- who got the shakes.
3: Yeah. The- of Walgreens. Yeah, Walgreens. I
1: was about to bring that up.
3: Yeah, so I think they started out with like 12 stores and then they grew to be the, like one of the largest chains because they were one of the only places that could source it. Yeah, well, they could afford it.
1: See, that that's actually what I was about to say. Reggie,
0: thank you. Hey, Reggie, that's bonus. <laughs> that's a gold star for you. Ta- you took a point from Tom and we hey. don't have to hear him.
2: Hey, Hey, he do, you know who, need him. do you know who one of the... What's he going to do with them? Wait, go ahead, Jason. What's he going to do with all the points?
0: He doesn't get any points. He ends up, like, at negative 40 by
1: the end of the night. Now, in all fairness, I start with, like, a negative 200 because I'm a Penguins fan. What? Some-
2: Look, we have no... Oh. Piece it back together. Uh, um, uh, this w- with the beauty of uh audio rec- uh editing, which is uh somehow new here back in prohibition, yeah, tied it back. <laughs>
0: oh, Fed God! back us, around, Jason. You saved us. Um, so does anybody remember what the last comment was?
1: I was talking about one of the most infamous enforcement agents there was. Oh, very well.
2: I have uh, the Izzy and Moe story uh, all queued oh, up here.
3: Man. No,
2: wow. I got one that's better. Oh, you got a better one. You, uh, better than Izzy and Moe. Those guys yeah. are no Better than my serial
3: killer. Wait. wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait.
1: To hide his identity, his true identity, he went by the name Richard Hart. But his real name was Vincenzo Capone.
3: Whoa. whoa
0: you just blew our minds
1: hold it,
0: it, is there any relation to the one of the greatest chicago gangsters his ever? oldest brother
1: which is why he changed his name to whatever i just said richard hart
0: definitely doesn't that sound would,
2: that would that, make sense i mean like uh uh this was the this was the rise of Al Capone. Well, yeah. a couple of years after prohibition, uh, prohibition started.
0: like the perfect storm. You know what I mean?
2: Although, yeah. in all fairness, he never did do
1: enforcement's in or around Chicago. He no. was he was a res. He was a reservation enforcement agent. But but can still, you
0: imagine? Can you imagine, imagine
2: that family reunion? No,
0: I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> about this. You're like Al Capone,
2: Vincenzo, like. Having the name Vincenzo and having like and being like a spy, like yeah. that's gotta be the best name to have.
0: That's like messed up, man. Like
2: if your name's Vincenzo, you gotta join the family business, right? You gotta run with Vincenzo, <laughs> or well,
3: you
2: then, gotta turn states evidence. Either one.
3: One <laughs> well, like Al Capone apparently made like sixty million dollars during prohibition. How oh, did yeah. we like, do that by accident? We
2: had to run money or uh, run rob.
3: Like I like Justin like the like that time period the uh, that amount of money. Oh yeah. That's
2: sandy. Oh yeah. That money's not translated. That's the actual amount that he made, right?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. comprehend that. You know what I mean? This guy
0: he was making like five hundred thousand dollars a month.
2: He was
1: making is, Pablo Escobar money.
0: Which they say is about $7 million a month, our money.
2: Well, that, the, Amer- like, if he could, look, can we just call him the American Pablo Escobar because that's so much cooler than calling Pablo the, and, uh, the, the Colombian, uh, Capone. Like, that's so yeah, much right, cooler.
3: Right. Well, <laughs> well, and, and 60, six, zero, Not 6 million. 60.
2: Yeah. Oh crazy like crazy like that's
3: crazy money even like nowadays
2: but you gotta understand like the how expensive it was to be that level of a criminal at that point that he wasn't exactly taking home 60 million or nothing like that's that's a lot of money (laughs) which
0: doesn't matter like that's just crazy money. But,
3: but, while we're um, speaking, but while we're speaking about running uh, running them, we got to mention NASCAR.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, do you know where the
1: name NASCAR came from, though? Not where it, the sport came from, but the name. The people are walking to each other going, NASCAR! <laughs>
0: Boom! <laughs> and Tom hits us with a. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: gotta get, gotta get the dad joke in.
0: <laughs> I'd like to apologize for any bad jokes that Tom may <laughs> say while we are on this podcast. There, they, they are not the views of any other participant. Uh,
2: no uh, jokes were harmed in the making of this episode. Uh, uh, wow! Well, uh, well, give, uh, give Tom
0: uh, enough time, and he'll. You know, yeah, <laughs> anywho, so, anyways, Reggie, before Tom hit us with his joke, quote unquote, what yeah, so were you doing? They would,
3: yeah, so they would soup up stock cars to run, um, to run alcohol, <laughs> and then later, like, and they kept doing this, and like in the 80s, like 70 people got busted for running like $7 million worth of cocaine and weed.
2: That is quite a bit.
3: Woo! That sounds like homecoming at Penn State.
1: And Mercer. No! What?
0: Sorry, Reggie, sorry, Reggie. Really? Um. Reggie's like, I'm out of here,
2: freaking jerks. <laughs>
3: No, I, I'm, wait, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Tell my story about mass murderer.
2: Oh, um, oh my. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's uh. Let's let's do, uh, let's do a couple of these uh like. What, these you've got All
3: right. So, to to piggyback onto prohibition, outlining alcohol. They also hopped on um, weed on top of that. And it all stemmed from this mass murderer in Tampa, Florida in 1933 named Victor LaCuda. And um, so the guy who was like heading up um, the prohibition stuff, um, Onslinger, ended up, uh, Harry Onslinger, ended up like, Having said, oh, cannabis, it's fine. It Like, it's not harmful or anything. But then this guy, like, murders his entire family. So then he jumps on and he's like, oh, no, it's all cannabis. Even though his family was like, like, extended family was like, no, he didn't do any of that stuff. He was supposed to be in a mental institution and we decided to keep him home. Grief for madness. <laughs> yeah, it takes a whole new level. Oh.
1: Oh, if you want to talk about some propaganda, oh man, that's a whole other episode. So,
0: before propaganda,
1: no, I already went through my propaganda program. So, at
0: at this point, like the perfect storm occurs, right? Right, Mm -hmm. Alfonso Capone moves from New York City because he has some heat on him, ends up in Chicago, the windy city, right? Um. When he moved in, he he really was just like this nobody. He was he was the bouncer
2: at like one of the brothels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean he was a big guy, so it really helped. Like yeah. it, uh and, I mean in those days, like, you know, like like yeah, a little skinny guy could like, you know, uh, he can make a he can make a living, but like, you know, you had to be an intimidating guy to like really get into this line of work.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not like nowadays. Fat guys can be bouncers. That's like my future career goal. You know what
2: I'm saying? You, uh, when, have when I not- you don't <laughs> have to be strong. No. I got to be big in way. I'm going
0: gonna, gonna to come running over, bump you over with my belly, and sit on you and wait for the police, you know? Um Oh, good Lord. Did I mention uh, that uh, none of these views are the views of any member of the podcast? But anyways. Now, yeah so- uh,
2: about like, him being a bouncer here, Mike.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Way to tie that back in and save me, Jason.
1: Hey, Jason. Yeah, bud. Do you know which brewery was given special permission to brew 55,000 barrels before the 21st Amendment? Took
2: uh, a hold. I know it was in St. Louis. No. Oh, it was in St. Louis one? I was about to say, like, America's oldest brewery, right? Here. Uh, no. Uh, no, you, no, we, no, no, no. I got some We, the we
0: don't say that word on this podcast. Not How fans. dare you?
2: That is, I was born in Pottsville. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I get it, dude. I got it. I was born in
2: Chester. Um <laughs> I but, will def I will defend my hometown beer for the, the uh, until the day I die and I don't oh, even drink anymore. <laughs> I was
0: just gonna say so to be honest, like was that your beer choice so once you got older?
2: Oh yeah, like uh did the uh, always yingling, like oh, and know. Mickey's forties, Mickey's forties.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I can remember. Like, everybody growing up, that's all they had was yingling.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, it was in the house. It was everywhere.
0: Any any garage you walked into, there was yangling. And you could take however many out and no one ever noticed, right? So at this point in time, like, I smelled yangling and I'm like, oh, uh, no, I'm not going to do it.
2: But uh, which brewery was given all of these special permissions? Anheuser-Busch. Of course, yeah, of
1: course. Of course. But they were given permission to do so, so that the American people could raise a glass at midnight when the 21st Amendment yeah. took effect. Yeah. Don, and- barley corn is dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the year before that, they actually approved that you could start Brewing beer again
1: But
2: it had to be at like 3.2% And you couldn't sell it <laughs> yeah. yeah But you could it And on that night A whole bunch of people began Running the freaking country <laughs> sure. I, I well,
3: There's a whole thing about How a lot of places um, Like when Like Al Capone and everybody Would go and Basically, lift a bunch of the alcohol that was still like being sent to labs to wow. be like used for tests and everything
2: because it still existed.
3: Because it still existed, wow. um, yeah. So, like, it still existed. So, people would go and like, ja- like jack cars <laughs> and, and steal all this alcohol. And then they, the government, like, ended up losing so much of it because it was going to government facilities that they started adding. Um, additives into the alcohol, oh, because, and, it would, oh, and it would like exactly literally kill, kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Reggie, that's one of my points. Reggie. I love it.
0: I love it, Reggie. We're <laughs> <everything.
3: laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we should have assigned the topic. <laughs> we look. You're right.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Sorry. still exist today. Who cares
0: about them?
3: They lost. Yeah, so, but like, but now the additives are like still in the stuff mm-hmm. because well, the government controls it, and it's like the like one of the longest standing reasons why people don't trust the government is because.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, is- this is about the same time that they thought putting lead in milk made it better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> make to the walls better. Hey, and get put, put hair on your chest, even the babies. You it's can okay. Paint,
0: you can paint your whole house in milk. <laughs> <laughs> And end, the train has fallen off oh.
2: hey do you know uh, congress had their own bootlegger i did not know that you had to like <laughs> like they, they probably were like, you know, um like they probably made them an office or something like that.
1: Well, well, his name was George Cassidy. He probably had a brewery in the White House. Well, he got arrested at the Pentagon. Well, not the Pentagon. The government building back then that wasn't the White House.
2: Ooh. Um, well, like, they just... I mean, how do you get arrested there? That's like the one safe place. <laughs> well, so he
1: basically got a slap on the wrist because a lot of you know, the government like, officials no, were like, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, whoa. No.
0: These are these are
1: friends. So then um, Secret Service actually caught him selling at the White House and ended up charging him no matter what Congress was saying. And um, he was arrested while wearing a green hat. So his name became The Man in the Green Hat. The man hat. in the green hat.
0: I mean- which he
1: says during his trial, he supplied at least 80% of Congress with illegal hooch.
0: You know how he got caught?
1: He didn't have a big enough trench coat. TikTok. He got caught on TikTok.
0: <laughs> he probably did. He probably posted it on there, like, "Oh, I just gave
1: Senator so and so." And now I'm hiding in the, you know, mm-hmm. this room.
0: Um, did you know, like back in California, like California really became wine country during this point?
1: Yes. Uh,
3: Is that that how California turned into wine country?
2: Well, and that and all the white
0: ladies. (laughs) (laughs) And we like wine and we like, we don't discriminate. Never mind. So here's the thing. Yeah, they, they actually, the amount of land that they cultivated out in California increased by 700%. Holy hell. And what they would do is they would sell these things called like bricks of grapes.
1: Oh yes, the concentrate, like and, for Kool-Aid. Right. they unquote. would, they Quote would come. With yes.
0: they would come with instructions that said, "Hey, please do not do this. please do not put these this brick of grapes in a gallon of water and put it in your closet for twenty five days because it could turn into wine."
2: We don't want you. To be breaking the law now. Yeah, that's one of them wink, wink, nudge, nudge yeah. situations. Yeah. yeah, they didn't even just write out the wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
3: <laughs> like, if you happen to do these very specific steps. Right. If it's on the label
2: telling you not to do it. That's like antagonistically, antagonistically telling somebody how to make chocolate chip cookies and then threatening them if they do.
0: Yeah.
3: Right? <laughs> like, and I'm saying don't eat the wrong dough. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. So well, one? I, I got another
1: off-wall one. Um breweries such as Anheuser Busch, Yingling, and Coors switched to making ice cream during prohibition because they already had the refrigerated trucks.
2: Indeed, and also, uh, Yingling continued to operate. They are the only ones who continued to operate, making non-alcoholic beer and root beer the entire time during Prohibition. Uh, Anheuser Busch also had one called Veso. Viso. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It, they- it, 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 it Apparently, it was not good.
3: <laughs> no. had <laughs> to like, rebrand. That's when they had to like rebrand to Miller.
2: <laughs> yeah. The malt, apparently they got the malt wrong. Like that was in the thing that I read. They got the malt extremely wrong and it just tasted like garbage.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was way off. You odd. know
0: what the crazy thing is? It hasn't changed. Ah. Uh, Sorry.
1: Rather,
3: rather I, just I, have water. Jason. I didn't, uh, I, didn't to, I didn't mean to
0: attack the heritage. There. <laughs> um so, I feel, like, I feel like we need to give some attention to the great Chicago transplant mobster, right?
1: Absolutely. Mr. Alfonso Capone. You know, nothing, again, this is my own opinion out of the podcast and nothing against these people, but if you're going to grow up with the name Alfonso, you're going to grow up a tough son of a bitch. Hey, he's from Canada.
0: What do you expect? He's from
2: New York. Hey! Hey, we made it! No, the... The, the boss. Hey. Hey,
3: there
2: you go. <laughs> the fun. uh, <laughs> it's funny because of the Canada and the Italian.
0: Listen, listen. One of the things you'll learn <laughs> is the guys on the other side of this phone... We're a little bit slow, so if, gonna, <laughs> if you're gonna hit us with like some like life changing, <laughs> do your best, Harry
3: Winkler. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you got to send that.
0: What kind of like Reggie. Like we're in our seven hundred and twenty first day of <laughs> March, twenty twenty, and I'm yeah. Anyways. Hey, well, did you know, like in 1920 in, 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 Chicago there, Mike? Yeah, and then, you know, the idiot on this side said, uh, wait a minute, it's actually April Reggie, like, we're out of March. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Did I mention this is the worst podcast ever? Not, hey, at not least, on
3: this one.
0: Yeah, at least <laughs> twice a day, probably. I probably need to mention that. Listen, if you're looking, if you're like listening to this podcast looking for knowledge, <laughs>
1: you seen it.
0: You've come to the wrong. Yeah, where are you? What
1: Where are you guys?
0: Where are you guys?
1: Um, <laughs> hey, did you know that uh, prohibition actually inspired the start of kids menus? Because oh. up until that point, a lot of restaurants did not allow children. But they had to shift gears and adapt to not being able to get
2: the money from alcohol anymore. So that's where everything fell apart because, like, do you understand how awesome restaurants would be without children?
3: (laughs) I mean, mine have been trained to go to restaurants like the day they were born.
1: I can't say that on air, but yes.
0: Jason, if I had the opportunity to go out and eat without my kids,
2: can
0: I yeah, can't imagine like, it. I do that fifty percent of the time, anyways.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but your kids are like now teenagers, so they probably eat their weight.
2: We have the tiny ones who still scream at weird things. Listen,
3: mine are restaurant <laughs> trained. We we started them like the day they got out of the hospital.
2: Mine knows. <laughs> that. Aaron forgets.
3: I, that she well, can't how like, do you all
0: start trying to kid? Like they start making noise and you shove a french fry in their mouth?
2: Uh, I remember those days when that worked.
0: No,
3: just, <laughs> just
2: hold them. Oh yeah, love. Yeah, lots of love. Yeah. That's what we do. Just <laughs> hold them. Not french fries. And
3: then
2: one
1: time you give
0: them America, get french fries. Hugs, not drugs. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> It'll be okay, honey. Your food will be here
2: soon. Oh young yeah, like, I mean, attendees.
3: As 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 the mom, as the mom, like I was the food.
2: But uh, <laughs>
0: Oh good lord.
3: <laughs> I mean I mean you wanna you wanna talk about things that modern day Karen's wanna pro like put on a prohibition. So you've got, I mean, you've got Lactivist and then you have people who, like, don't want you to, like, show your tits at all, so.
2: Lactivist is a fantastic word to say. You've
3: never heard, have you never <laughs> no, heard the I, term I'm Lactivist? I'm of course I have it. it's fun to say.
2: It's
0: fun That's to it. say. I can't even I don't spell know it. how to spell it, so. So
3: um,
0: anyway, back to uh Al Capone and his uh, Lactivist um, policies
2: <laughs> Feminist icon, Al Capone Gee, good lord
0: <laughs> So, um anybody- The views
1: of Jason are not the- Necessarily the views of Of
2: Al Capone Apparently <laughs> Because he's got 40,
0: 48 million TikTok fans <laughs> uh, Um He's actually gone now into South America. He's so popular. <laughs> um, I do not even know where I was going with that. But let's, let's go back. Yeah, let's talk
3: to Mr. Capone.
0: Yeah, what's so going on, on with Al? Chicago, right? And he's like, you know, he's a bouncer at the uh, Houses of Ill Repute, whatever. He gets Very in
2: good. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I was adding various speakeasies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, and then he, he he's in good with uh, Torio, who is like second in charge. Right. And Torio really wants to get into running like alcohol, and the the guy that is in charge of the of the uh, of the family is not in favor of that. Right. So Torio pulls. Mm-hmm. You gotta like quote unquote mobster talk. You gotta whack this guy, Albert. You gotta get. You gotta take care of this. He he needs to go swim with the fishes. He needs to forget about it. And uh, so,
3: forget about everything because he's dead. You understand?
0: Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like that's how that conversation went. Um, So. He he uh, he does his thing, Capone comes in, he shoots the guy, right? right? Right behind the ear, kills him. And then for some random reason, fires like another shot like through the window of whatever. And then, so now Torrio's in charge. And so they're really making a run on the whole speakeasies, let's run our alcohol. You don't want to buy from us? Oh, that's okay. Hey, you know, it's a free country. It's okay. And then the next day, the guy's bar goes up in flames.
2: Right. <laughs> hey, you made your choices.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what goes on where we live. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah, It's still going on. It's just doing yeah. it through Amazon now.
0: Like, at this point, like, I'm, like, the fourth favorite bar in town.
1: <laughs> There's, like, 30 bars in this little-ass town, so that's saying something.
0: Well, that's because... Twenty six of them are no longer in business. I'm working my way up, um.
2: So you know they
3: take the a- no license.
2: Uh, um. Real quick, I wanted to throw this in there because uh, it's kind of neat. But uh, my uncle, uh, my great uncle Joe, who is actually uh, well, he's passed and was my godfather. Uh, I was adopted into a, like an old, at least of, like so the numbers here make sense. Um, he was a Molly Maguire. No way. Yeah. Um, I am descended from Molly Maguire's and uh, they were working out of the wooden keg in St. Clair, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Um, they're in the basement. There is a seat. There was a secret passageway. Um, you, They'd still open. You can go see the tunnel, um, but uh, they would get. The, the barrels uh into the secret tunnels underneath the town all the way through pottsville and that way yep. they'd be able to smuggle all of the real booze uh all the way around like you know northeastern Pennsylvania.
0: Awesome. That's and that's why Chicago was like prime.
2: Yeah, because of the catacombs.
0: Yeah, because and, and now they're all sealed up apparently, but back in yeah. the day you could you could load up whatever it was you wanted to move on, like, a little wheeled cart and push it anywhere you needed to go. And that was also why, like, they never got arrested. Because, like, the cops were brave. They'd run through the kitchen into a secret passage and pop up, like, three blocks over on the
2: street. I'll get you, beer bandit.
1: No, you won't. Because they I'm, got beer in Texarkana. I'm sorry. Because I'm smoking a bandit there. Yeah.
0: Um. So, anyways, the big issue then in Chicago becomes Torrio slash Capone against the Italian mob, which in his, and the, the leader there was like O'Banion bringing any bells? Anybody did any homework? I yeah,
2: mean, no. Oh, oh no! Didn't do any homework over here. I'll tell you. Well, you're not <laughs> you're the guest.
3: We um, liked up <laughs> like, the the weirdest stuff that we could find.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's fair. So anyway, like, oh, Banyan had like the Irish mob, and they had their little section. Um. But he really started putting some pressure on Capone. He tried to kill Torrio. Torrio retired. He said, yeah, I'm not about this life anymore. Right. I'm getting old. Capone, this is you. Yeah,
1: hands the keys to the kingdom to a 26-year-old <laughs> yeah. kid. Yeah,
0: 26 years old. You are now in charge. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what you freaking do. And <laughs> so... So Capone, it. though, was like, all right, we need to get rid of these guys, you know, and those guys are saying we need to get rid of Capone and there's right. like hits right and left, whatever, none of them work. So eventually they schedule a thing like this one guy that was like the mediator he was anti-violence he ends up dying from cancer.
2: Oh. Well, that's...
0: Which, which, which is the shit. It's unfortunate.
1: It is unfortunate.
0: Um, <laughs> But you know, hey, look, if you're a, if you're a gangster and you're crooked, you're going to take advantage of this. So Capone calls this banyan who was a florist, and places some big orders. Right?
2: Right. Is that supposed to be a? Is that a uh, like a euphemism? Is the, is that what? Uh, uh, Is a florist supposed to be like a contract person? (laughs)
0: Uh, No, no, no. Look, Jason, I don't know what things are like where you live. But but a florist is someone that makes things with flowers. Oh, yeah. Right? A florist. Ah, yeah, with the flowers. I'm going to mix it with this carnation, and we're going to throw a rose in here. and
2: Oh, it's beautiful. That's ten thousand oh, dollars, and um, ten thousand dollars, and I will take out this next part. This person you wrote on this paper.
0: Perfect. <laughs> yep, just submit me their name, and my people will take care of them. So, mm-hmm. anyway, they so, like three different people, in the organization ordered like huge bouquets for you, Scott. Right. They show up, and they and they and they end up killing banyan
1: No. Is this the uh, state? Saint-
0: no, we're not quite there yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> so many- away, the next guy takes over, he dies. The next guy takes over, he dies. Now, the guy that finally takes over is like Capone's like enemy upon enemies, right? They hate each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And at some point, I'll catch up on my notes. And I'm realizing his name is Bugs Moran. So he takes over. And uh, Capone then sits down with his boys and says, Look, they run all their all their uh, business out of this fake garage that uh, it's called the SMC Cartage Company. It's now an empty lot in Chicago, but at the time it was a garage. So Capone, he was like a planner man. He was not like a fly by the seat of your right. pants. Oh shoot, this guy!
2: So they run the,
0: rooms. John and-
2: Very, very smart. That yeah. very. He was actually kind of brilliant. Oh, cool. Yeah. He's one of them guys,
0: like like you know. There's like a bar fight. And there's the guy that always runs his mouth and there's this guy and there's that guy and there's the guy that puffs his his chest up and is like, look at me, 500 pounds. All those
2: guys puffed at me.
0: Yeah, and then there's the quiet guy. That was Capone.
2: Oh, That's a terrifying guy. Especially when you're like six six foot five.
0: (laughs) Right, six foot five and who knows how heavy, but (laughs) throw somebody through a wall. One-handed. So he has his guys run out different rooms overlooking that that particular place, right? So that they can keep track of the coming and the going of of uh, of Bugs, Bugsy, Bugsy Malone, no Bugsy Moran,
3: Bugsy, Bugsy
0: Moran. Moran,
2: not Malone. Those names go. Why can't we have Bugsy? Like, what
3: happened
0: Bo to that? He was a basketball player for the Utah Jets.
2: Jesus,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> Way past this particular point in time.
1: Oh, okay. So, and,
0: and, and but on top of it, like, Bone was smart, man. He, he would bring people from, like, out of town, right? Because at this point in time, if you're, like, in his crew,
1: everybody knows you. You don't mm-hmm. out of power shooters to stick around in town. Mm-hmm. And that was the way he looked at it. It so was, you, you don't come hire in- in-towners for yeah, a hit.
0: That's exactly it. You come in, you do your job, and you disappear.
1: Right? You don't pay them to kill the person. You pay them to leave. So in
0: 1929, there was a turning point. There was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre.
1: Which, you know, yeah. what other the you know, celebrate the slaughter than, you know, parts and chocolates. Right. Which is why
0: to this day, I feel like Valentine's Day is like a fabricated
1: holiday. Oh, very much so. So sweetest. day. Oh,
2: wow. I agree. It's like the
3: commercialism.
0: Yeah. Jason, that's why you're like our best friend, man. <laughs> um, so they he has two of the guys pretend they're cops to do like a, a fake rave. You know what I mean? Hoping that he catches Bugsy Moran there, they go in with their Tommy guns, which is like that changed mob
2: warfare. That changed the game. If only they could fix the jam.
1: (laughs) Well, we're not we're not getting into technicalities here, Jason.
0: We're talking. You
2: know, I like my
1: firearms
0: (laughs) (laughs) when they work properly. They can fire like a hundred bullets in like two
2: minutes. Mm-hmm. The a miracle of technology at that point really changed yeah. the game.
0: I feel like that was invented by a Canadian. Ugh.
2: There are a number of firearms invented by Canadians, but I don't but no, the Chicago typewriter is not.
0: <laughs> We're gonna to agree to disagree. Canadian knows that we don't invent anything,
1: They just
2: pour maple syrup on it and, we, g- and call we, it better. We
0: pour maple syrup on it and make it better.
2: Constant <laughs> Machine Gun, uh, uh, usually referred to as the Chicago Typewriter, yes, sir, yes, yes,
0: or you know, the Canadian poutine maker. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, your choice, your choice. Um. Poutine. Uh, <laughs> oh good Lord. Good lord. This is a this is a freaking we, mess. So have we,
2: have we all said that this is the worst podcast ever?
0: Uh, I think so. I think we're getting there. Um so basically they go in, they they find seven guys there. Unfortunately, Bugsy is not there. And I mean you can imagine
1: they line them up. Behind the club, wasn't it? Right behind the club. It was like in the garage.
3: They line him up against the garage wall. It was bad. Yeah.
0: They, I mean, I don't even know. Guys just, with guns, who knows how many bullets, whatever, right? They the with them. Massacre. Valentine's Massacre. Oh. So the, he gets turned up on Mr. Capone. He, he moves his operations now from the big-time Chicago over to Cicero. But unfortunately for him, he is now on the radar of one Elliot
2: Ness, which... Elliot you know,
3: Ness!
2: I'm guessing it's Jason's hero. I love history, and Elliot Ness is fascinating. <laughs> He's amazing. He,
1: you know, he is um, the... The prick in Lawless. The movie Lawless is loosely based off of him. So,
2: Jason, what Ew. was his particular group called? Oh, no, oh no, oh no! Like, no, it's oh, not the only. No, no, no. what I was, I was listening to something else, and for some reason, the Hot Dog Squad keeps like popping in my head. But that was who was trying to find Bundy. I feel.
0: Hot Dog Squad is actually a minor league baseball team.
2: That's th- Phil Kessel's pregame
1: um,
0: <laughs> They're called the Untouchable. Oh, Yeah, right.
1: Right. yeah
2: like, like there's a whole freaking movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like that's when <laughs> you yeah. made right when you have a movie made
3: about you.
1: Like a hundred years later, but you know.
3: Yeah, you may not have been allowed to see it, but listen, it's got Sean Connery in it, so.
0: So, okay, Reggie, we got you. You like old, guys, dudes, old you know. guys with an accent. That's fair.
3: It's best game fun. To Welcome like...
1: to the Rocks, Sonny you <laughs>
3: Wow.
1: I'll take the psycho rapist
3: the... for it. to the Mox brother.
0: So, Reggie, what do, you, what do you think about people with, like, philadelphia slash canadian accent so i mean i'm just saying
1: she's not a big fan no
0: she definitely isn't because she fucking gives me a hard time every week but anyways oh, so really we draw
3: dro- <laughs> family friendly
0: uh that's true that's fair we don't want anything to be brought up in court um so elliot ness puts together he <laughs> like combs through like all these people right and comes up, comes up with his group of guys that like he knows will not take a bribe. And that's how they became known as the untouchables. And their whole mission then basically is to make life miserable for Capone. Right. And I read somewhere that like from them raiding his stock, they cost him like the equivalent of like $30 million
1: to them. So like seven bottles of hooch,
0: pretty much. <laughs> so like like eight boxes of wine.
1: Oh, there you go.
0: Um, and the, the for all that stuff, like the only thing they could get Capone on was
2: what? Oh, evasion. Mm-hmm. Like literally, that's it. Because he never touched a dirty thing in his life. No. Nope he didn't report his not since, he, not since he was unloading crates did he touch a dirty thing after that mm-hmm. so
0: Mr. Capone who, who, who may or may not be a Canadian hero <laughs> gets caught for tax evasion of all things they come across his accountant with the books and they discover that he's got books books And official books, and they don't line up. So he ends up going to jail. And eventually he gets moved out to Alcatraz, the rock, that's down the road. And then he
2: gets released because he's got syphilis and like Alcatraz was a disgusting place to be. Like, yeah, we're talking like the dirtiest prison. In the country, and we're and that's really saying something because it this was, was the early 1900s. It was basically the Gitmo of the day. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we and not sanitary one bit. People like disease was rampant. So like, I mean, he went in there with syphilis, but like, it it, it didn't help. <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Get, definitely
0: did not get better.
2: <laughs> so uh um, oh, they had antibiotics. <laughs>
0: If only, if only he would have got treated much, much sooner. great. <laughs> okay.
3: um,
0: like, you know, the day after. So, but, so you got Chicago, right?
2: Mm-hmm. That,
0: that, but place. It's, not, it's not the only places like the Wild Wild
2: West. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, I, it wasn't lawlessness, but at the same time, like, Who could really enforce the laws?
0: They were were all, like, you know, up until, like, you know, a new mayor gets elected in whatever town, right? Those guys are all on the payroll. Right. They all overlook it because they understand, I got to keep people happy. right? You know, the rich people were forcing it enough that they knew it was coming, and they would just buy every freaking bottle they could get their hands on and stock their bigs
1: Right,
0: um, but it created these these guys that could be the bootleggers and the guys that could run the hooch up. The rum runner, the rum runners, the you know. I, I have to say, I'm very proud of my Canadian heritage. We did our part to su- supply America with any kind of
1: hooch we could. And would come down the river, right? And mainly it was lethal bathtub gin.
2: No, that's, not, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> indeed, the lethal bathtub gin was, um, was either killing people or making people go blind in the tens of thousands.
0: No, that, no, 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 no. That's that's completely inaccurate.
2: That's not because Canadian. It goes Canadian. Oh, I'm talking about us down here.
0: <laughs> never heard anybody. <laughs> Except from one, down the road once we invent hockey. But, like, um, Reggie had mentioned that before, like, it's like this cycle, right? Like, the government says, hey, okay, you know, industrial alcohol is okay. So they put some chemicals in it, right? Now, the bootleggers and, and whatever they are go out and find a better chemist. And they say, okay. Get that stuff out of the alcohol. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a big deal. We'll do this, this, and this. And then oh. the government, oh, what? They figured that out. Okay, put this in it. And, right. then, and then they go back to the bootleggers' chemists and say, get that stuff out, right? So eventually, though, you end up with like a scenario where like the US government is putting stuff in that can no longer be bullied out and they're killing people.
2: Yes. Mm hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was worth the lives lost to enforce the law. And it was, like, uh, uh, who was president at that time? Was that Truman? Probably. Because
3: uh, like, wasn't it also, like, the rise of, like, Hoover?
2: Oh, no, no, that's the thing. It would be Hoover, wouldn't it? Like
3: at The back
0: end of it? He didn't want to be attached.
2: And then Roosevelt
1: was... The one that finally ended it. Well, one of his campaign, you know, one of his platforms he was running on was to end prohibition because it was
2: ridiculous
0: yeah the only people that were happy with prohibition were the people that owned businesses and owned the plants, right. because people weren't able to go out and get drunk after work and
2: they made it to work the next day <laughs> that's, like that, that's the shittiest way to celebrate it but I guess you do get something out of it <laughs>
0: It may be shitty, but come on. Yeah. You got to yeah, take but, wins
3: where
2: you get
0: them.
3: <laughs> but we also, like, because of Prohibition, like, we had the rise of the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Ended up. Oh, Reggie, right like, right I you, have <laughs> that I'm right here. Ended up, like, doing more doing stuff. Yeah. What, yep.
0: Listen, um, listen, how, how big of a clusterfuck is your organization that eventually people tell you? Uh, hey, look, KKK, you need to keep your nose out of this.
3: <laughs> well, and that, well, and that's the thing is, like, the Ku Klux plan worked for us, right? The Prohibition wasn't even target; like, they weren't even targeting blacks or African Americans. They were targeting Irish Americans because yeah. they because the one,
0: immigrant class at that period.
3: Yeah, because like they were huge immigrant population. They were also the majority of them were Catholic, and most Ku Klux Klan members were like Southern Baptist or
2: um, and honestly, anti-Catholic.
3: And yeah, very anti-Catholic. And so like this gave them way more power because then they would go out and like act as enforcers of the law. And they yeah. do
2: it on the cheap. They do it for whatever they can grab uh, uh, out of pockets. They'd uh. Burn- we're talking yep. about people that were. It was their passion project. Yeah,
0: yeah. they didn't. They didn't even need any money. <laughs> like I, I actually was listening to. Uh, well, I don't know how much I want to disclose, but during my during my quiet time at work today,
3: <laughs>
0: I, I happened to. Uh, I'm sorry, Governor Wolf. I happened to uh, be listening to a documentary, not watching it, just listening. And they
1: were talking. Because his eyes were close and he was sleeping. uh,
0: That may be true. (laughs) Um, But they were saying, like, you know, the whole whole KKK involvement was they were in favor of prohibition because they wanted, you know, the African-Americans, in their minds, the African-Americans would go crazy if they couldn't get alcohol. Right. So they wanted that to happen so
2: that they could get rid of them,
1: and they could further their
2: cause. Yes. Don't put it's a stereotype I on anything. anything.
3: Oh, I mean, what? most oh, prohibition laws oh, are racist, and
1: the world and is still fucked, Mike.
2: <laughs> a terrible, wow. What a we're terrible! We're dropping place the f bomb
3: a lot tonight. We,
2: family, Tom, family show. Hey, um. Did
1: you know that you know economists, economists? Thank you. Thought prohibition would actually help the economy. Yeah, because
2: people wouldn't well, be drunk. They concentrated on labor, they weren't thinking about gross domestic domestic product. They were talking about like actual like like they weren't talking about like people spending money here. They were talking about selling things elsewhere. Like that's yeah. what they thought. production would be increased. They're like the, mm-hmm. now that say. Let's raise interest rates.
0: But um, so I want to talk about Atlantic City. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Atlantic City during this period. And the only reason I am is because my ex-father-in-law had a condo in Atlantic City in what is now the Ritz-Carlton. There, when you would go there, and I, and you know, being the curious guy, I'd always say, "Why can't you stop on the eighth floor?" They say, "You just can't." It's empty. Okay, well, yeah, that doesn't work for me. So I started doing some research, and then HBO came out with this freaking amazing show. Uh, HBO,
2: please don't sue us,
0: but it was called Boardwalk Empire.
2: It was- oh, yeah, I love that. Well, I'll, I'll watch anything with Pashemi in it, but yeah, that was a good show. So,
0: so it was loosely based on Enoch. Enoch canoe? I want to say Thompson, but I don't think that was his real name. And the show, they called him Nucky Thompson, right? So, anyways, I later discovered. That, that the Ritz Carlton, right on the boardwalk next to the Tropicana, is where he lived. Who? Nucky Thompson. Oh, gotcha. He had the whole eighth floor, it was his. You oh, couldn't stop it. But, like, you know, you he, tell me I can't do something, I figure it out, right? Right. Well, the other thing they told me was you can't go in the basement. It's the
2: people. My line just got suspended, but it's just because the people that come in and like report me for literally existing. <laughs>
0: That's fair. But so I knocked in the basement one night. It was like three thirty in the morning. I just got finished losing all my money at the Tropicana. And uh <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to the fucking basement. So I got my little flashlight on my phone, right? I turned the corner and there's a security guard. And I was like, oh, shit. Please, dude, like, don't send me to jail. Like, I couldn't even handle a blood eagle. I don't know that I can handle a night in jail. And he goes, no, no, that's Pretty cool. sure I'd
1: rather do a night in jail than a blood eagle. Like,
2: I'm not sure. The brand new title of the podcast, <laughs> Mike Gets a Blood Eagle, every day.
0: <laughs> I mean, that, cool. would, that would be better than jail in, in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm pretty sure that is jail in New Jersey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's very it's in New maybe, maybe that's really where Leif Erickson ended up. <laughs> um, <laughs> right?
3: I'm sure I'm sure an Italian would figure out how to blood eagle you if you you know broke the spaghetti. And
2: he would do it for twenty bucks and <laughs> a can of beer. <laughs> uh, I
0: think they found out he was part French. Italians don't like Canadians. I'm just gonna put that out
2: there. Because they're half French. Nobody likes the French. Canadians don't even like the French. I'm not sure French like the French.
3: That that <laughs> that might be entirely. No, it's putting this longer. So,
0: um, he goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "Look, man, I I heard some stuff.
1: Reggie sending us messages uh, on the slide. All right,
0: Reggie, we're gonna get you out of here, but." Uh, <laughs> He, I said, "Look, man, I heard there was like a speakeasy down here in the basement." And he goes, "Oh yeah, no, there is, right?" So he showed me like where the speakeasy actually used to be, and uh, it was cool, man. Like the bar itself was gone, but like the stage was still there. No shit. So, anyways, like this Nucky Thompson guy became like rich, all powerful because him and his boys controlled the bootlegging right. that would come in, and then they would sell it to Capone. So well, that's how go. my tie in is yes. to Capone. And eventually, because we have to get Reggie out of here because she wants to go see a movie. The um,
3: Northman.
0: The Northman. Um, if you're affiliated with that movie, we expect to check.
3: Um, <laughs> No, they're like they're like poor independent uh, filmmakers, aren't they?
2: Something
3: like that? I I don't know.
2: I I, saw a Viking running around on camera. That's pretty much all you need to do to get me there.
0: The People that are in that movie are like stars. And
3: (laughs) that's where the whole budget went.
0: That's fair. Um, we know we know the whole reason. For Jimmy. <laughs> I see the one guy running around in his little sarong or whatever they're called with his abs popping out. Um You leave me out of this, Mike. Sorry. I was actually talking about Jason and his Viking beard. Um But anyway, so like, you know, they have this big meeting and blah 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 blah, things get worked out and Atlantic City became like the hub.
1: Right. The Eastern hub. Yeah. Because Vegas has always been the Western.
0: So, and then, and then finally people come to their senses and say, look, we took alcohol away from people. The only thing it really improved was people were going to work.
3: And And buying more candy. And who likes work? That's, that's
0: no. issue. Right. Speaking of that, Jason. Hey, Dare. Dare, we are not going to be at work tomorrow. We didn't call off us, did we? No, we didn't. Well, um, <laughs> I mean, I kind of think that's where we're at. Like,
1: you know, Prohibition finally ends. Which, which, which do you know who, which state was the 36th to sign in favor of the twenty-first, which is the last number needed for it to officially uh, become official, I guess.
2: Utah officially official.
1: Wait, sorry, Jason. Utah. Yes, sir. Utah was the thirty-sixth state to ratify the twenty-first.
3: Which is funny because even now, like you can't—they're very funny about their alcohol consumption. Oh, yeah. you
2: can't.
3: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. That's one of the reasons I'll never go to Utah. Hey, did you also know that dive bars used to be called blind pigs? Mm mm-hmm. hmm. Why is that, Reggie? I don't know. Because the owners of the bar would sell tickets with a free drink to go to the backyard or to go to the back room and see a blind pig.
3: Oh, that's interesting.
2: It's like a fireball, mm-hmm. you know? There you I go. Told me it was called the Mustang. Mm-hmm. That's another, <laughs> prohibition, that's another
3: prohibition reference there.
1: A fireball show.
3: That's a party reference. Yes. Right. Well, Jason and I need to hop. Thanks. We're gonna listen, go. Listen, we appreciate you guys.
1: You guys are awesome. Thank you
2: again. We appreciate you. Appreciate
3: you. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye,
2: everybody.
3: Bye, Jerry. mike got a drink.
2: We
0: expect next week to get. A review from the
3: movie.
0: Okay. From YouTube. All right. From YouTube, because we obviously aren't gonna go see it tonight. Um we're not cool like that. And plus, you know, we don't have a movie theater in our little town. So uh thanks for joining us. And we love
1: each and every one of
0: you. We're Bye, out of
1: here.
0: Make sure you